0: The title of this poem is called To Be Afraid What are you so afraid of? The lie? The poop? Evidently you're afraid of you Scary cats remain hidden amongst the darkness The power outages ominous So why move? Why breathe? Why? 25 letters later and now you wanna stop? False evidence appearing real never stop me because you know if you reverse real appearing evidence false you can see through to the truth and overcome fear every single time. Power.
1: What's good? What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's power? Yes, this is the Black in a Minute. Podcast brought to you by the illustrious Twyman Art. Yes, yes. Um, and today we're going to talk about an interesting subject. Uh, we're talking about the subject of fear. And while I have you guys captivated by that, um, let's get into the definition. Now, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, or verb definition, which is to be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. So with that being said, uh, what we really want to cover today, because this will actually be a two-parter, today we're going to be talking about the effect that fear has on us as people and what it can do, and also what it can influence us to do. Um, in like I'd say, say about the last few months, we've seen a lot of examples of what happens when people express and act through fear. For um, sure, on on a local scale, on a nationwide scale, and even on a governmental scale, like even worldwide, honestly. Uh, You know, the whole COVID-19 thing was definitely a good lesson of what can happen when fear truly does take over the minds of people. You know, there's a certain level of madness that gets witnessed whenever people are acting out of fear or whenever you have people that are being active fear mongers, you know. Um, And we most and we most certainly have had our fair share of fear mongers in You know, in the highest offices in the land, and they have most certainly made their voices heard and their presence felt whenever they did act out of it. True, true. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot to it. Uh, What were your thoughts when you know? Because I know you were we were debating over the topic and everything. And what were your first thoughts when I when I mentioned that, as people, like, with us talking about it.
0: I mean, you know, as far as the current climate right now here in the world, current temperature seems to be that, you know, many people are being tugged in many different ways. I see it as a lot of people having fear mostly rooted in the outcomes associated with people having different of opinions a lot of things have become politicized in this day and age. Yeah. And so a lot of the things, the elements of society that many people are grasping with right now in terms of fear tend to be of uh, relating to politics. You know, you got people feeling their rights are being infringed on, people feeling that they can't speak, people feeling that they can't uh, make decisions the way they want to you know people feeling even their whole lives are in danger and so it's quite interesting what's going on here in today's day and age I just wonder you know are we really focused particularly are we controlling the controllables that's my thing control the controllables and I think a lot of some of what's happening is also ignorance too oh yeah. you know ignorance leads to worry which can lead to irrational fear and so that in and of itself is what runs a lot of fear irrationality and ignorance
1: yes I'm actually really glad that you mentioned irrational fear that's definitely one part of the equation that is just very dangerous because what we we don't wanna get it misconstrued. There are certain types of fear that are not only warranted, they are needed. It's it's a necessary part and process of being human, of being, you know, a sentient being. Fear is necessary in certain applications and because it can give you that moment, that, that second thought, that moment to think and deliberate and consider what you're gonna do next before you do it, um, and in a lot of cases, if you don't have that, you end up in a lot of trouble. So don't don't ever get it twisted where we don't we're not gonna say you know you need to just be fearless. Like I, I personally think that growing up and like truly growing up to be an adult is realizing that fear is necessary. Fear is necessary, not all the time. Not with all things. And like you said, not in a situation where it is irrational to be afraid. But there are times where it's necessary. And I think the biggest thing and one of the bigger parts of growing up and becoming an adult and, be, and being successful at getting through life is understanding when fear is warranted.
0: Mm. Yes, I I totally agree with that. Yeah.
1: Like, having an understanding of when, not only what you're fearing, why you fear it, and what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once you you identify those key factors, then you can truly start to figure it out, work on solutions, and, and overcome. Yeah.
1: Like... Um, one of the, like in a lot of case, a big case in point is, you know us as young black men, we are the targets of irrational fear on a regular basis. Whether we know it or not, whether we're aware of it or not, whether we're cognizant of it, we are targets of irrational fear because we are seen as a source of danger or as, you know, harbingers of destruction and discord, or, you know. Sometimes it's just the breaking of the status quo in any number of things, right? Um,
0: and with that comes that type of fear. Precisely. So you know, it, it's very important that you uh, rationalize these things. Just because sometimes what happens with fear, just like any other feeling, it is a facet of our emotions. Yes, And for that reason, while your emotions do have merit, there are times when your emotions may not correlate with the reality of what's actually going on. And the reason why that matters is because there are some things that are objective. Yes. And that if looked at through their objectivity or the truth, it can help you regulate your emotions to respond adequately in that situation and deal with that situation appropriately. Right.
1: Um, Like really identifying things, you know? Identifying why it's something that you fear. Identifying why it's it's something you have a problem with, you know? People don't understand the hugeness of that and the importance of that. Like it is of utmost importance that you do have an understanding of why something makes you afraid, of why something scares you, of, of why you feel even the slightest bit of apprehension towards something. Uh, just saying that you fear something and leaving it at that, you know, Because I know we've heard a lot, you know, thrown around the line thrown around. I fear for my life. Okay, but there's never really much of an explanation of why. And I feel like that's been left out of the conversation for such a long time that now when someone just says that they're afraid, when someone, especially a member of the more affluent communities or the more privileged communities, say that they have experienced fear, it's immediately validated. There's there's no questioning of it. There's no um, pondering the reasoning why fear exists. It is simply accepted as, as fact. It is accepted as something that just exists and has every right to exist. And while I do agree that it is OK to feel feelings, I think we talked about this. There is a such thing as feelings that only exist within the moment. And when that moment changes and your feelings change along with it, the biggest question is, you know, are we still allowed to validate those prior feelings and, al- and allow people to act
0: accordingly on those? If that moment has passed True That's why I say You you have to You have to assess the situation That's another way That you can cope Is by really assessing reality For what it is As it relates to your feelings Because sometimes You know Your feelings can be misguided You know A misinterpretation Or misunderstanding Can easily cloud someone's judgment Forcing them To essentially Feel out of context with what's really going on it happens all the time. Oh yeah. Like it, it's and 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 what can happen
1: is fear can give way, and it's not to sound cheesy. Fear can give way to madness. You know we've seen that. Like when people are afraid of. Things, what was this always said in, in the X-Men cartoon? People fear what they don't understand. Yep. And sometimes that fear can inadvertently turn to hate or into something else. And that's that's the problem. When irrational fears are left unchecked, they don't just stay there. They they evolve, you know, and turn into something even worse. Sometimes more volatile and sometimes more sinister. You know? Such as hatred, racism, you know, um, prejudice, various other things like that. Um, But it, it, it truly can be scary. But again, fear is necessary, right? So the real question is, you know, where do we draw the line on how much it affects us and how much we allow it to? It's just something that is a hard question to answer but it needs an answer it needs an answer because if we don't ever give it an answer then we will constantly end up in situations where we will act inappropriately in response to a situation that may not even warrant that um but before we get a little bit more neat deep into this we're gonna hear a word from And we're back. Yes, sir. Like, we never left. Um, Before we left off, we were talking about, like, the need to understand fear and where it comes from, um, why we are experiencing it, and being able to identify and understand the things that we fear. Um, But another part that I want to talk about that, that I think we should talk about is... What are the effects of irrational fear? You know, what observed effects are there of irrational
0: fear? Sure. Yeah. I would say that, you know, for starters, harm to others. Yeah. You know, um, in this day and age, one of the prevailing opinions I think that I, I often hear people put out there is that if something doesn't have to do with them or affect them, it doesn't matter. What we what we fail to realize sometimes is even when it comes to how we feel about certain things, eventually they may translate into actions, yes, which may be detrimental to the other person. And while you may not care in a general sense uh, that it harms them, you never truly know to what degree that they're being harmed. Right. Especially if you just assume that there is nothing that they could be harmed by or fear harmful of or have fear for. You know, that's not to say that any and everything is, is due. But, you know, we have to always remember that even though we may be individuals, once we get into whatever particular groups we associate ourselves with, whatever labels that are attached to those groups, we then start to formulate a uh, a group identity and sometimes a group mentality. Yes. You know, and depending on what type of group you're with, you know, it's a slippery slope before you find yourself in a herd mentality situation yes. where the group might represent one thing and because you align with that group, you now represent that thing and that thing might cross boundaries or cross lines. Yes. Oh,
1: one of the main things with that is you could easily get stuck in a situation where, like you said, you're guilty by association. You may not fully understand it. And and, and I, it's, it's funny we keep going into the subject of understanding because it is important. Like, you got to know where you stand with things. You've got to know why you fear something. And more specifically, when it comes to, you know, being in groups, like you said... You got to understand what's going on with the herd before you join them. Because sometimes you're singing the praises of something or you're uh, in, in in perfect alignment with someone or something that does not have your best interests at heart. And also is expressing things that you may not agree with. But now as a result of, like you said, being associated with that group or whatever that thing is, you may as well agree with. Because what you're doing is you're another person who's helping to enable that. You know, you're you're, you're part of a cycle. And, yeah, I mean, it is part of human nature to want to be a part of things. To want to be, you know, associated with things that are bigger than ourselves. That's okay. But it is imperative for us to understand... When things like fear are being used as weapons to cause people to become and act rationally you know.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree, and you know that's 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 where we have to be careful. You know, fear has showed itself many a faces, right? right. And when it comes to coping. One of the biggest ways that you can cope with fear is getting more understanding of who you are as an individual. Truly finding yourself or taking what some people call a spiritual walk. Truly coming into your own. There's a lot of people fear the unknown. And really, they what they really tend to fear a lot of times is the judgment and thoughts of others. Once you ground yourself in who you are, what ends up happening is not only do you take love, you, you have love for yourself in those regards, but you take pride in who you are, and that can help fight off that fear of being something that you're not, or being labeled something or someone that you're not. Yeah, and I mean, it.
1: If you don't, if you don't notice yet, we keep harping on one particular thing, which is understanding because you have to understand what's going on. Because honestly, if you really think about it, like, if you really think about it realistically, most of the things that we used to fear as kids, that we were scared of, we had no idea what they
0: were. We had no understanding of them. True, we, we were uh we were adolescent in our understanding of those things. Yeah. You know, some of those things were inanimate objects. Yeah. Some of those things were animals. Plenty of those things with people. Yep. And that's not to say they didn't warrant fear, but rather we didn't understand the complexities of why yes. we had those fears. Yeah. We had those, fears, those things. We just knew that, ah, scary. You know. Like and that's uh, that's all we do. Like
1: case in point. Like, you know, every kid's scared of the scared of going down the escalator, right? You know, because in your head, you're thinking, oh the, oh the stairs are going
0: in, it's gonna suck me in, right? Or even the dark. Right, I feel like everybody had a dark fear. Yeah, at some point. Some people, some people have that fear until don't have. Some people are afraid of dark as adults. Yeah. And and you know, dealing with
1: things like fear, overcoming it, or you know, rationalizing it, there's so much to it that you have to be very careful about how you treat the things you fear. You have to be very careful about how you Try to resolve those things in your mind because like i said it can affect you in the long term some people who have had fears since childhood still are not they're not okay like something is wrong with them there's 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 inconsistencies and things that bother you, you know and it's all because much to it, and it's hard to really describe it all, and I know I know that sometimes getting an understanding of the things that you fear, the things you're worried about or afraid of is a lot to ask, but it is important, it is important, you know, because think about what examples do we get whenever, you know, a group or mob of people are all, collectively experiencing and acting on irrational fear you know what was an example that we had what like last year easily I think we actually talked about it. Uh, I think it was the wasn't that the uh, the siege of Washington the siege of the Capitol. what about it Um, that was a, I feel like that was a perfect example of mob of people acting on irrational fear
0: like in so many ways I can see that yeah I I would say the same thing about the George Floyd riots yeah 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 you know there's a uh, you know I think those are prime examples of why fear isn't always simply a, a good or bad thing or a positive or negative thing about either what you fear could that could happen or the fear that you have if you aren't able to prevent so whether it's happening to you and or whether you can stop it I I think you know if if I'm making sense it's kind of one of those things it's being put on to you or whether the outcome of it is that. I, I think that's what happens. It's, it's kind of like the difference between affect with an A and an Effect with an E. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's kind of how people use use unconsciously use fear to their benefit or detriment. Right. It forces you to do things, you know, either out of or
1: to prevent yes Yes. and in so many ways it works similar to cognitive dissonance. you know you're forced out of your comfort zone and now you're left to make
0: either a decision or a series of decisions of how to deal it's like the, the awakening yeah. and, and, and dealing with it dealing with the understanding that what you may have been taught, indoctrinated or what you thought was true very least require heavy question yeah. It can be very uh jarring, that's for sure. That's a good word for it. Yeah.
1: Because it just changes your perspective on so many things. Again, it
0: is a remove happen naturally it can't be forced upon someone very true very true um because even even practices of conquering fear
1: you know there's various ways that you can go about conquering fear one of them is uh exposure it's like exposure theory, where you are exposed to a small and controlled aspect of whatever And it's done that way for a reason. It's not so much that you get something huge jammed in your face. No. It's something you are afraid of, but it's on a controlled level. You know? Like maybe you got somebody whose absolute fear is dogs. Okay. You're not gonna, you're not gonna stick a pit bull in front of them and say, face your fear. You know what I'm saying? No. you might might start with a little yipper you get your little yip yip dog you know they're little and they're angry they bark a lot but they ain't gonna do nothing to you for real you know they might bite your ankle a time or two but that's it once you've overcome that milestone though not only have you uprooted something from out of your place of comfort you've opened yourself up to the possibility that you can actually conquer that it is possible for you to deal with fear, that it is possible for you to deal with something without being in your comfort zone, and I think that alone speaks volumes, I agree, because things like trauma, um, I think we talked about it before in the live stream is that, you know, it's funny when you laugh and you joke around about things that are, you know, for all intents and purposes, very violent and very traumatizing. Like, you know, Like like people think that it's funny to say oh, that was traumatizing. No, if, if, if it was, it was, you know, and for a lot of people, it
0: was. You know, I almost think that people... Shed, um, shed light of or make light of how ridiculous almost that it, that it was. You know, I, I, I think that's what's happening. It's definitely a coping mechanism to some extent, yeah, to, you know, kind of make light of what otherwise would be a dark situation. That's, I mean, honestly, that's, that's textbook comedy right there. But Right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a coping mechanism. You know, it is playing off of a real life trauma because, of course, these memories are so vivid. Like, yeah. the way we describe it and everything, most fears tend to tend to sit in a very vivid space in our, in our memory bank. Yes. and For some of us, we don't grow out of some of those fears, like I said before. So they can be very impactful. Yeah.
1: I can definitely agree with that. Um, and you're right, making light of something. I think sometimes we make light of some of these things in order as as a covert way to truly describe the absurdity of it.
0: Yeah. Exactly what I'm exactly what. Yeah. Exactly what I was
1: gonna We're basically we're basically holding up a big neon sign and saying, this was unnecessary. Pretty much. We didn't need it. Like, this is crazy. You're laughing, but this is crazy. You're laughing because of how insane it is, but it wasn't funny when it was happening. and the effects can be
0: very lasting
1: yes Um, but we're not gonna go way too deep because again there is a part two and part two is gonna be more about a lot of the solutions that we could potentially provide about how to deal with fear how to manage fear overcome overcome it and also how to understand it yes because you can't do any of those other things without truly understanding yourself what you are, who you are. And if you are afraid of some aspect of yourself, getting to understand that, because sometimes that is big, you know? Maybe you're afraid of something that's in your team pool. You know? Maybe there's a history of anger issues or violent behavior. And you're constantly worried that you're gonna become that person. Um, Before we do leave, I will urge you guys, when it comes to fear, when it comes to apprehension, things of that nature, I'm not going to tell you not to get nervous because sometimes you're just going to.
0: It's quite, it's quite a, yeah, it's natural. It's natural.
1: I'm not going to tell you to do something that's unnatural. What I will tell you to do is get an understanding of what it is and why you feel that there
0: seek a solution and we will talk more about some of those solutions that you can't seek if you're ignorant or if whatever current solutions you've been trying or coping mechanisms you've been using haven't worked out because we want to keep you guys on straight and narrow absolutely and this is a perfectly
1: safe space I, do, yes, I, I, I don't think we say that enough because we we, we automatically don't. assume it's implied. Like we assume that it's implied that it is. But we we do want to say this is a safe space when it comes to expressing fear, trauma, or anything like that that may have negatively affected you. There are no judgments. We only seek to understand. That's right. And we want to help you get an understanding. Of, hopefully, find ways to conquer these things. But anyway, um, we won't bog down the time. Uh, this has been the Black in a Minute podcast brought to you by Twyman Art. Um, we do appreciate you listening to us, whether it was today, tonight, or whenever. Um, if you did get a chance to catch the live stream, thank you. If you didn't, it is up on YouTube and various other platforms. If you do want to view it, it will be up there.
0: Please check the links in the description yes, as well. yes,
1: please do. Um, please support the podcast as well. Um, we have merch. We have uh, Cash App, PayPal, all different ways in which you can support monetarily. We will be having some more uh, t shirt designs and other things coming in as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And all of that is on the big, huge hyperlink that is underneath the, the uh I almost said video, underneath the, uh, the episode. Um, but with that being said, we will bid you farewell. Um, I go by Nero Angelo,
0: and I go by the Dark skin poet. That's dark skin with a G. Yeah, and, and as we almost often say, he's out. Power.